hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 190 of the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm joined by Miles Thompson. Hello there. I'm sorry, I almost got stuck on my words. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Hi. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I can't believe we're coming up to the Herald of 200. It's creepy. I know. Out. we got to think of something really cool to do for 200. I don't know what to do yet. Ooh. Have, to have a proper sit down and think of, think it through. We need to get a, a super mega guest on, but I, 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 I don't know who you How possible do you reckon? Do you reckon Pedro Pascal is really busy right now? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Possibly. It would just be us calling him daddy for an hour and a half. I was going to say, it, w- it wouldn't be a podcast. We'd all just be fawning. Yeah, that would be a problem. Um, anyway, Miles, you right? Yes, good. Thank you, mate. Good. I've played lots of games, been very busy with work. And yeah, just keeping on, keeping on. It's been nice. Thank you, mate. Lovely. Uh, Jonathan Brown. Hello. Hello. How have you been? <laughs> I'm right, I, do, I do that every time. I need to start like changing my openings up slightly. Don't know how. Uh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Been playing many games as per normal. Uh done a ton of housework and stuff, so it's been a pretty productive week. Fantastic. Yeah. Productive weeks are um yeah, they feel good at the end, don't they? They suck. Yeah, they do. It, but it feels good. <laughs> they it, it feels really good actually. I'm glad to have been getting some stuff done, which I probably should have done before now, but that's by the by. Absolutely. Uh K to the A to the TKB. Cat is in the house. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Well, that was really RuPaul, wasn't it? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Don't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Guard your engines and made the best woman win. Oh, my God. (laughs) What is that? How are you going to love somebody else when you don't love yourself? Uh, People are going to be like, that is not the quote, Kat. But it is similar. It's so true, RuPaul. It's so true. Oh, my God. RuPaul is a smashing program. I actually saw yeah. Blue Hydrangea in a nightclub, uh, and she did the song that kind of it was great. I couldn't believe I was seeing that live. That's I remember my absolute shit. being made to watch it by um, a girlfriend at the time. You weren't like, made. You enjoyed it in the end. Like, I'm not you? into this. I'm not into this. Man, I got into it. Man, I got into it so hard. Miles like, is the exact is, same. I'm going to album right sick. now. Yeah, to be honest, what I found really weird was just like you, Ross, at first I was like, there's no way I'm going to enjoy this. Then I slowly started to care and I was like, what's going on? Why do I give a shit? <laughs> and then it started to be like, holy shit, like, they look hot. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's really it wholesome. You off. It's, just a, it's just a nice show. He, at one point he was like, I'm a bit sexually confused about one of them. <laughs> well, it's Miles, really confusing. It's a really terrible conversation. No, no, I've, I've come to terms with it. I came to the acceptance of it. It was fine. I made it. All right. Okay, cool. Good, cool, cool. Thank you, though. No, it's all right. I'm here for you whenever you need to talk. Sorry. Um, we're an open policy. It's fine. Um, sweet. So you're good, then? <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. I'm very, very, very good. Thank Brilliant. you. We've got so much to talk about. I'm very excited. There's so much to talk about. And joining us, I think, for the first time in 2023, the one, the only, the FFG, Sean Davies. Hi. Hey, man. Welcome back. Thanks. I'm slightly disappointed you didn't greet me like the camp, camp like um, policeman, like you did the cat. Like, hello, hello, hello. It was very... <laughs> I'm really <laughs> sorry. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I do that with cat. I just go, hello. How are you? I don't know. Maybe but it's just... Then, then, you, then you broke into like full on what's going on here then, but very camp. Yeah. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. What hello. is going on here then? It was very nice. Well, uh, you know... 
I do dabble. Anyway, <laughs> I do feel like I need to watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race now. I've never seen it. Um, uh, well, the the whole bloody lot is on Netflix, so you can't. Uh, yeah, but so is every other TV show, including all the spinoffs. <laughs> Everything is. Do you know that, like the first two, you will be like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then by episode five, you'll be like, "Yeah, she was a fucking bitch about that." Yeah, absolutely. Lip sync for your life, ho. Like you will just be so into it, it's so invested for no yeah. season. Yeah, I did this. Ridiculous. this What's that? What's that like? Um, Jersey Shore ripoff set in, in Jersey, like a hairdresser show, Is it like Bootylicious or Juicy Licious or something. Oh, I, I did don't this know. With show. There's like sure. a basically a, like a, a like a fashion boutique, and I watched the first episode. I was like, Is it called Glow Up? Is that what that's called? Glow Up? No, no. This was from like a couple of years ago. Um, oh, Jersey anyway, Shore though, I absolutely slapped. I, I I lost my lost my shit when they started to fight in the middle of a hairdresser's. Um, dragging <laughs> each other's hair across it's great that shit's good what's that now? oh I, I love think, it I can't think out the name for it it's like Juicy Licious or something like that okay um, well if if you do know that's not Google that FNGRGNS <laughs> please don't Google Juicy Licious <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the name I think that's the name of something else okay. anyway how are yeah, you anyway, today? all good yeah man I'm alright I've had a lovely week thank you very much I've been off all week it's been very very nice um, catch, catching up with life and friends and family and yeah partners and catching up on video games it's just been uh it's been really really good awesome really really good. i can't complain i got not not a single complaint about the last five days it's been great just great everything's great everything okay. is everything is awesome as they say oh dear i love that we started this with a conversation about rupaul that's brilliant only us, only us would do that on the, on the video games podcast. Okay, it's Jersey Licious. Jersey Licious. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Uh-huh. It chronicles nice. the lives of six stylists who work at salons located in Greenbrook Township, New Jersey. It's well worth a watch, guys. There you go. Where can Recommend- I find it? I've, I've I've used my recommendation already this week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, look out for the uh, Jersey Delicious spoiler special coming to the Fingers Podcast next Thursday. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Um, right. Let's get into game of the week. And well, there's only one place to start, isn't there? Um, Kat, what on earth is your game of the week? My game of the week is very, very low key. I don't actually think anyone would have heard of this game. Um, it's from it's from a film from about oh, twelve years ago now. So I don't know if anyone's actually even going to remember. Right. Like the film, it had a couple of films, um, but it like it didn't really didn't really storm the world. Mm. Um, it's called uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Have you heard of it? I think I've, you know, I think I have. Yeah, um, well, that would be my game of the week, Ross, because I've oh, been that's... playing it all week. <laughs> oh my god, this is brand new information. Oh my god, oh my fucking god, my review's up right now. I'm thinking going to start that. <laughs> wow, why don't you tell us wow. all about Hogwarts Legacy? Hogwarts Legacy rules, man. J.K. Rowling's still an asshole, but she, you know, she's she can off she fucks. But you know, the game, the game is marvelous. Um, yeah, really, really cool. I, I, where do you start? I think for some people, this is going. You know, we already know now. By the time this will come out, the reception for it has been amazing, which was shocking to a lot of people because you know, even we said when we were doing the Metacritic scores, we think it's going to be uh, like a bit of a seven six sevens around the clock because people are going to be very mindful of all the controversy that's happened etc 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 people are gonna blah 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 whatever 
Actually, I think a lot of people have done exactly what they should have and taken this game for what it is, for what it's being made for, and they're reviewing the art. Um, I don't want to get into the controversy too much. Um, so I'm going to talk about the game, which is exactly what I did in the review. Um, it's fabulous. Like Even Sean was saying he's only played an hour and it's just wonderful. Um, every single child in the 90s or in the 2000s who watched that franchise wanted to go to Hogwarts. And if you didn't, then you're a fucking liar. <laughs> like, because there's no way that not everybody <laughs> Wingardium Levio starred all the way, you know, throughout their school and, and would wanted to shout up to a broomstick. And these are all the kind of things that you can do now. Um, you can create your own character and you follow a story that parallels Harry in a way. Um, you are a individual, you're a pupil, you're starting Hogwarts as a fifth year. So you haven't been to the previous years and um, you kind of keep playing catch up, but you can do something other students can't, and that's see ancient magic whispers in kind of the air. Um, your big bad, your kind of villain, um, your, I guess, Voldemort equivalent is a um, a goblin called Ranrock, who is a big threat. Um, and yeah, he wants, he, he just, he doesn't like you because you can, you have what he wants. And um, it, it follows that kind of story and you have a mentor who, I guess parallels Dumbledore in ways. He's a professor at the university, he looks out for you. He's there to help you catch up. You know, you've got this really lovely friendship alongside all of it, but it's not really friendship, but it is friendship. Um, you can do spells. The combat is exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I just, I, you can explore everything. There's even like throwback to um, the PlayStation games in regards to like the library. Like you do a library kind of stealth scene quite early on as well. Um, and that's a real big throwback to those PlayStation games where you had to keep like hiding um, around the bookcases um, because otherwise Snape would see you. Um, so yeah, it is, it's, it's open world. You can choose your own house. You can be mean. I'm not me being mean, but if you're mean, you can get money out of people. That's kind of the RPG element I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, you can also take a dark kind of turn and you can learn all the killing curses um, and all the dark magic. You've got kind of talent things. Imagine like God of War. Imagine like Horizon. But the Hogwarts version, okay? So you have a map, you have side quests, you have caves to search, you have bandit camps, you have skill points, you have skill trees, you have, you know, it's, it's, you can collect raw ingredients, you can brew potions, you can, um, what else can you do? What, what can't you do? You can visit every single area that you absolutely love about Hogwarts apart from apart from Azkaban, unless you're a Hufflepuff, because Hufflepuff is the only mission that opens up to. Um, and there's one other, which I can't remember, something underground, I think. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. Like, there's nothing quite as magical as riding a broom through the structures of the building uh, and between, sorry, between the structures of the building, not through them, <laughs> uh, between the structures of the building and being like, bro, that's fucking Hogwarts. Um, and there's nothing like being in the Forbidden Forest and being like, that's where Harry sees his Patronus. And it looks just like it. So it is it is amazing. It's it's really, really captivating. It's really, really, you know, it's really, really cool. Um I don't know if it's the game it was quite advertised it to be, because I definitely didn't expect any of those things. Um I didn't quite expect there to be such a um 
I didn't really expect there to be a, a huge storyline to it. You are following the story um, and you're following her story or his story or their story um, in regards to who you choose to play as. Um, and yeah, I think I expected it to be like, you are your own character and you choose which classes you go to and if you don't go to them there's consequences and if you do get to go to them you get to learn stuff and you get to grow your own shit um because all the stuff is real time there's like a little bit of a farm element as well like when you grow health potions you have to wait 15 minutes or five minutes or whatever it is um yeah it's it's pretty cool okay it's pretty cool it's I don't know what good. else you want me to say. I, 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 yeah, I could talk about it for ages. I actually had to force myself to stop writing um, because I, I exceeded 3,000 words. And I was like, yeah. Sean's going to fucking kill me. Because <laughs> he's going to be like, shut up. It is, it is um, an, epic, so, an epic review. Yeah, it's, uh, what is it, a 16-minute read or something ridiculous like that? It's definitely the longest one I've ever done. And I had to stop myself. I had to, There is so much I've not mentioned in the review. Um mm it's just picking you know it, it's it's really important when you have a game like that that's so important to so many people um it's picking what what people are going to want to really know about it sure um and and weighing that up i'm having a great time i'm actually kind of glad to slow things down now um because i really wanted to see as much as i possibly could to give the fairest review that i could as well um it's always a bit strange when you're kind of up against in it, like the embargo because you want to see everything, but you also have to acknowledge that you want to also be able to <laughs> take that pressure away and enjoy it. But I'm really, yeah. I'm going back to it every night since, and that for me is a really good sign. Um, I love it. Isn't it great? I'm, I'll say two hours in. Um, okay. I've just returned from Hogsmeade for the first time. Okay. Um, I'm I'm having a blast. I absolutely adore it. It's mm-hmm. it's just you you are a student at Hogwarts, you know what I mean? There's nothing mm-hmm. that isn't there like you can I just went around today. I was looking for the defense against Dark Arts class and I took a wrong turn and ended up right at the top of Hogwarts in the Astrology Center. And I was like, I don't even care. This it's is cool awesome. <laughs> I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, it's a cool place. <laughs> it's so, so cool. good as well. Are like not overwhelming you of everything as well. Like you can do that. You can take wrong turns wherever, but they've got loads of locks on loads of doors that you can learn um a little more eventually, so mm. that you don't then like wander into places where like you're not supposed to be. So obviously you have a leveling system and there are parts of the game where you are, you know, it's it's recommended that you're a certain level when you do certain quests and there'll be certain side quests that you might have to fulfill before you can do those quests. But if you did just want to, you know, fuck around in Hogwarts. You can absolutely fuck around Hogwarts for an hour. It's great. Um, But it is really good at kind of not allowing you to go to the places that you don't need to see right now, but still giving you so much free magic reign. Um, You know, um, I didn't Mm. fast travel for a really long time. So, like, even though I love fast traveling, and it's it's, it's invited extremely early on, which I always love about a game. I'm like, thank you that we are not pretending that we hate fast travel. I'm a lazy person. In Fortnite, if somebody marks something and it's all the way over there, I'm too lazy to go get it. I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm not physically moving. My character is moving. And I'm like, nah, I can't be able to run all the way about that. So I'm a big fan of fast travel, but I purposely didn't. And you can still do all of that. 
you're yeah. not going to be caught in like say like oblivion i remember i soft locked myself in oblivion but everything is really relative to your level as well but you're not going to run into well at least i i haven't had the experience where i've run into anything that's been way above my level because i've gone exploring and that's how i soft locked myself out of oblivion because i couldn't and then it auto saved and i was in this like perpetual loop of accidentally triggering this ghost thing that was like immune to my sword um yeah. and i couldn't be fucked to do the 12 hours again um so, but yeah it really invites exploration and it really allows you to do that yeah I'm at a, your I'm, own pace i'm having a blast um i'm a i'm a hufflepuff automatically which is nice That's my house. nice there you go Lovely. you are such a hufflepuff as well ross i love you oh thanks so much um and and yeah i've, I've made a guy that looks suspiciously like eddie redmayne not intentionally but i, but I see it now i'm like wow, okay it looks and sounds like Newt Scamander. That's really strange. But um, okay, I like that. You'll have to show them to us. I shall. I shall. Um, yeah, I'm having a great time. Um, and yeah, I am struggling to put it down. Um, I did. I did. Yes. I, I did put it down today to get the um, the Garrett Overview stuff in Fortnite. But I am. Um, oh man. Yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. I want my broom. I'm waiting. I'm so excited to get my broom and just go flying around. I haven't got there. I haven't got there yet. But, you're uh, gonna have a sick time in the broom. You'll have a great time. I was like, there was a broom shop in Hogsby. I was like, yes, let's do it, and it was locked. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really sad. That's really sad. But yeah, it's great. Um, uh, Sean, what do you make of the opening so far? I'm having a real good time. Um, <laughs> I just, I can't believe the attention to detail. Really, I think that's what kind of yeah, like. There's so many little things. Like I, I ended up being in Slytherin, and the like the window at the back, you know, with the one where it's actually within a lake. If you if you like fire spells at that window, the monster of the lake will bang against the window. Oh so, no, that's cool. It's it's just and and like the characters. Like I don't I don't. So let let me just ask you guys a real quick question. So when you first get into your common room, I guess you speak to like a handful of characters from your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they are they very of that house? Because I was kind of expecting some kind of, I guess in like maybe three characters per house that you speak to in that common area, and you get a general vibe around the the house. So like the the slithering characters were all creepy creepy people. I've got a very nerdy guy with glasses. Oh okay. yeah, I've got a very nerdy guy, and I've got a girl. Um, yeah, I'd say they're very Ravenclawy, mm. very like studious girl called Natty. She's um, good the, and good her mum's a professor. Oh, I've got Natty. She no, that's a Melda. Okay. Oh, so I Melda's really good with the with the broom in my one, and she's oh, she might be a Ravenclaw actually. Okay, so they might be the same characters. Uh, I don't know, like the the creepy guy that stands at the back of the Slytherin common room. He's got like. The most Slytherin name is like suspicious. His, his name is like suspicious or something like that. And I was like, this oh no, is... we don't have him. I have no creepy guy in my common room. Like that's just all you, babe. That's all your common room, babe. That's a, that's that's a Slytherin yeah. thing. That's Ravenclaw. Yeah, sure. We're like witty and smart. <laughs> I, th- I think it, I, I'm I'm quite everything I've played of it so far. I'm really impressed by, and I think a lot of the controversy has kind of been overblown. Because you know the first mm-hmm. thing I did was make a male presenting witch, mm-hmm. um, with a female voice who looks like a dude. So uh, you know that's yeah. <laughs> it, the 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 you know people have been like, oh, there's only one trans character in the entire game. And I'm like, well, no, mine's a trans character. Mine's the lead character. 
<laughs> so, so exactly. Please, please don't. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that I'm playing it. Um, my kids have been enjoying it. So, yeah, good, good. good, good you should get your, um, you should get your kids to be a different house so you can get the um, trophies faster. Um, so you don't. Well, oh, that's another thing is that there was, um, there was an article before Legacy release that you would have to play the game four times to get a certain trophy in each house. No, that trophy so is about. Five hours in, yeah. Three hours in, a couple of hours in, four hours in, three hours in. I can't remember. I fucked around a lot. Um, so the the map, yeah, yeah. Go do that four times. Um, Yeah, I just got to do that four times. I don't want them all playing on my profile because the last time they did that, they saved over my game. (laughs) Oh, fair. (laughs) So I went back and I'm like, cool, (laughs) yeah, and uh, and I'm like at the start of the game, I'm easy. I'm like, what? Okay. Oh no. So good. So good. <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh Odyssey saved over. Um, oh no. Yeah, 180 hours of gameplay gone. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I would have Yikes. I would have looked for the receipt. <laughs> Where's the receipt on my children? <laughs> so good. I mean, I'd finished the game. Or everything like I'd done everything apart from a couple of like question marks, which actually had nothing to do with the trophies. I was just enjoying oh, okay. myself. Um, oh, okay. And we won't ever talk about it again. Anyway, yes, that was that was my impression of five words. Um, is there a trophy for stroking cats? Because I'm stroking a lot of cats. Yeah, me too. And I don't know. I don't think there is. Uh, okay. I also thought at one point there was a trophy for um like spinning all the globes. So I just do that anyway now. But yeah. I don't think there is. No, it okay, doesn't look cool. there is. Okay. You cool. can stop stroking all of the cats, Ross. Okay, I will stop stroking <laughs> all of the cats. That that is good to know. Good to know. It saves me like thirty seconds each time. So. That's yeah. Uh, okay. Good. 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 That's that's uh, excellent. Excellent news. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, but that's always like I say, it's available on the tenth uh, for full retail. But if you get the digital deluxe, um, you can play right now, and you get a lot of cool extra stuff with that as well. Um, if you log into um, Twitch and watch some Hogwarts streams, you can unlock some stuff there as well. Um, if you connect your Harry Potter account to your World Warner Brothers account, you can get stuff there as well. You can really pimp out your character um, if you just mm-hmm. link things up. Uh, so that's pretty cool as well. Um, oh my god, I'm going to have a lot of a lot of fun with this. And on the horizon, there's not really much ready except for definitely the end of the month. So I think this is going to be my game of the week for probably the next three or four weeks. I would imagine. Um, yeah, having a great time. And yeah, well done, Porky Games. Porky Games have only made Harry Potter games, and they've only made those mobile games, those like Harry Potter Wizards Unite and all that stuff and that that Niantic one, um, like the Pokemon Go one that they made, and you know this is a massive step up. Um, I've seen that Avalanche did probably a lot of the heavy lifting here, but um, Porky and Avalanche have created something really special here, and I really hope that it lives up to um, well the positivity that I have for it so far as it as it moves forward because it's uh, yeah it's freaking awesome, freaking awesome. Um, Miles, what's your game of the week? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of hard to follow that one, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've actually spent the week just replaying games that I've really enjoyed in the last year. So I carried on playing Dead Space. Um, I'm most of the way through my new game plus now, and it's still utterly superb. Um, I've done a full write-up on the site. Um, I went back and played Saturnalia again uh, in honour of uh, the podcast that we put up last week. So I did another run-through of that. Um, and then I've also started playing Neon White again, because it's been released on the PlayStation 5, and... I just fucking love that game. So 
I've been running through levels on that again, and it's just it's just, just as fun as I remember. It's just as good, and just it's a superb game, and I wish more people would play it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, the only thing I wanted to mention is that I've seen Cat playing a bit of Hogwarts Legacy at points, and even I've looked at it and gone, Do you know what? I probably actually quite enjoy that. Um, and I think if it's managed to win someone like me over from the look of its gameplay and its development, I think it's done a pretty good job. So I was hopeful this was going to turn out better than I thought it would. And I'm very pleased to see that it has. I'm really happy for everyone who wanted this game to do well. Are we having a stray moment here, Miles? We might be, except, you know, it's another one where I'm quite happy that I might end up enjoying a game I didn't expect to. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Want to do a quick shout out to Cat because uh, we are, I had a look at our Metacritic predictions, and um, yeah, Cat ran away with it. Um, oh, with nice! Oh, nice. Uh, it's currently it's currently eighty five on Metacritic, which is a which is a fantastic score. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cat went eighty two. Um, the lowest was mine for sixty seven. Oh, um, <laughs> Sean went seventy four. Mars was seventy nine. Yeah, Yog Dog went seventy four as well. So yeah, you know, it's quite that, fitting that cat got it. it. Yeah, it, it was. You're absolutely right. Um, your, your game of the week. Uh, mine's gonna have to be BattleTech again. I've been massively enjoying getting into the game. I've been playing it heavily modded. Uh, so I guess if I should probably shout out the the, the mod itself, I'm playing a mod called BattleTech Advanced 3062. It adds a ton of additional mechs and missions and uh, mechanics to the game, and it's just it's just awesome. It, it builds on what's already a really good game and makes it um, a, a lot better. So uh, I've been putting at least six hours a day into it recently on stream. Uh, so I've I've got quite the collection of mechs in the game now, and it's 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 great. Been really enjoying playing it. Excellent. Six hours a day. Yeah. Um it's 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 quite quite a lot of time. I, I've been doing a little bit of other games. There's a game called Broken Arrow, which had a demo in the Steam uh, Next Fest thing. Mm-hmm. So I played a little bit of that. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Steel Division 2, and uh, I want to play some Xenonauts too soon as well. So I've got I've got a few games on the horizon, but I haven't quite pulled the trigger on getting around to them yet. So Battletech is. Nice. Nice, nice. Um, Sean, have you got another game to talk about this week? Other than the, the Might and the Wonder of Hogwarts Legacy? I haven't played a lot of Arkham Knights. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and get the plot in a minute. Um, and I, I just want to shout out to Toby's review. If you're not bad, uh, Toby's review of Arkham Knights on fingerguns.net. He nailed that game. Um Every critic that said it was below a five out of ten needs a slap. Wait, we're talking about Gotham Knights, not Arkham Knight. Yeah, sorry. What am I saying? Got again, yeah, Gotham Knights. Sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't. I keep calling it Arkham Knights, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. No, it's fair. <laughs> yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. I I keep doing it, and everyone keeps saying, "What are you talking about?" But like, <laughs> no, not not the game from a while back, the the recent one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got its issues. You know, it was obviously trying to be something that it's not. Um, but there's some really cool little aspects of that game that I think, like many other games, should adopt. So, like in the open world, when you're just running around, 
you can use the map to find your way and and you know to go and find the crimes by looking at icons and whatnot but if you were to just take in the world you can see like the red and blue police lights flashing where crimes are or like gunfire in the distance in the fog and it's those kind of things that like open world games should really kind of you know i know that it's not going to be innovative in any other way but if there's one thing from that game that other devs should look at it's that you know to to give people visual clues around like from a long way away i can tell there is something going on over there because there's police lights it's great it's great great little little inventive aspect of gotham knights that i hadn't expected to see and uh, if you've not played it it's, it's it's one of the best seven out of ten games you're going to play never seven out of ten it's 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 just so seven out of ten it's uh, yeah, but, it's, it really really is it's one of those games you can just pick up and play you're not gonna you're not gonna like you could take your brain out, you could kick some guys in the face, and that's that's all you need. It's good, it's great stuff. Yeah, pretty much. What about you? Have you got a game other than Gotham? Um, Sorry, I... than Hogwarts. <laughs> definitely <laughs> other than Gotham, yeah. Definitely other than Gotham. Um <laughs> I guess I could talk about the Planet of Lana demo that I played today. Um this is a game that's like an indie that's been on our radar for a long time now, I'd say two or three years. And um, there's a demo in the Steam Next Fest, which is currently on. And I God, it didn't do anything for me, really. Um, un- unfortunately, the thing is about indie platformers is that they're all the same, and it's it, it's starting to get to a point where they're not innovating anymore, um, because there's nothing more that they can do. I don't think. I'm not. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm being overly harsh, but. It's just, it's like move, right, climb up things, go under things. There are some creatures that you've got to save, and so you've got to figure out a puzzle to work to get them out. And I feel like I've done this. I've done this in Never Alone. I've done this in Unravel. I've done this in Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. It's like nothing there was grabbing me to the point where I was like, this is going to be the next big indie platform, and it probably will be. But it's it, it looks pretty. It's a beautiful game. But again, you know, so is Ori the Blind Forest, and everything that Ori does, it does better than what I've just what I've played so far in Planet of Lana. And it's you know, it's very calm, it's very relaxing. There's no real music. The characters are sweet and cute, but that's exactly what you expect in a game like this. Um, and it's it kind of it kind of upset me because I was hoping it would have something really unique about it because we've been wanting to play it for such a long time. And it was my first port of call today. Once I took a break from Hogwarts, I was like, right, I'm gonna jump into Planet of Lana and uh, see what it's all about. And it's just, there's just nothing there for me that really makes it innovative or makes it stand out in any way. And it's got that, I think it just for me, it suffers from that curse of like, you know, this this kind of indie platformer thing. It's like, I think it might have run its course at this point, to be honest, uh, because they all feel very similar. And there's nothing here that I haven't already seen in the likes of Ori and the likes of you know, never alone, like I said, which is now years old. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's a shame. It didn't do anything for me. And I'm going to, uh, I'm probably going to pass it, uh, pass it by when it comes out. It's a shame. Yeah. I mean, you might, you might get something out of it, dude, but it's, uh, it's, it's just whatever the game thinks it has, it hasn't got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, I... I played the demo at EGX, and I think the one thing that surprised me was that, that how actually it gets a bit dark. 
uh, a bit darker than I was expecting. And I don't know if this demo is the same or it's like a different part of the game, but it looked very cutesy, very fun. And then suddenly it was very, like, it was a bit twisted. And and a bit limbo. Yeah. 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 And I was like, huh, didn't see that coming. Um, which, which I imagine it was is only like a one-time kind of effect for playing of that game. You know, you suddenly realize this isn't a cutesy platform and this is going to be tricky. But yeah, but then, you know, that's what Ori did, didn't it? Seven years ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> Maybe I'm just more gullible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I was just thinking of something different and it didn't deliver, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that's my take on Planet of Lana. I've also played Boundary. Um, you would have heard us talk about Boundary for years now on this podcast. It was that um, zero gravity shooter. Uh, which is set on a space station. And uh, I finally got the chance to play it today, and it was a lot of fun. Um, we won a couple of games. It was all right. Um, I kind of kind of like the um, I, I like the idea. I love the sound effect. The fact that you can't really hear the guns going off was just uh, a really cool addition. And I play... What did I play? What did I play? What did I play? Ah, uh, Trey, uh, Trey, 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 Trey Racers. Trey Racers. Um, yeah. And that was really disappointing as well. So it's not been a great day for me on the old Dex Fest. So I'm going to try again tomorrow. <laughs> Some ones that people have been recommending um, to check out some decent games. All right, then. It is quiz time with oh, our, brand new, our brand new quiz man, Mr. Miles Thompson. Oh, boy. Last week went swimmingly. <laughs> I don't want to I'm, talk about it, Miles. I, I, I don't no, I'm very sorry. We're going to move on. I'm going to set the rules really <laughs> clearly this time so we don't ever repeat. I promise. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, right. How do we all feel about the quiz this week? We excited? If it's about Hogwarts Legacy, I'm all in. Let's go. Oh shit! I'm more no, excited I'll... if we if we don't know what who where Meridian is. Come on, Ross man, you let you let me down. You let I, the team down. I know. I'm sorry. Down. I was surprised by that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> as soon as Miles said it, I was like, "Oh, Cat's gonna kill me." <laughs> I knew it as well because nobody was answering. I was like, "Cat's fuming right now. Somewhere she is boiling." <laughs> Okie dokes. So we have a brand I'm new. I'd like to be quiz. a contestant again. Sorry. Oh, yeah. This is your first contestant quiz for bloody ages. Like, yeah. <laughs> Watch me get zero. Doo -doo. Bye. <laughs> no, there's you, you should get a couple. There's a couple of questions. I've tried to do like a mix of questions for everyone. I wasn't anticipating Sean being here, but I'm sure he's got knowledge of a few of these. So you should yeah. always expect me. Shadow. It's cast <laughs> podcast. He's waiting. Always. <laughs> waiting in the wings. <laughs> so, yeah, there was one that was for Josh, and he's not here. So I, you'll have to fill that role, Sean. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. So it's a standard quiz. Ten questions. Um, again, fastest responder first. Um, and then, yeah, let's just see how everyone does. Again, if someone wouldn't mind just keeping count for me in the comments, that'd be great. Thanks. Are we ready? Hang on. Yeah, hang you on. Can, sorry, you've you already. Count. I was going to say, you you've already like, laid off some of your responsibility as Quizmaster. I'm not okay with that. I have to keep my own count. Oh. Do you know what you need to do, Miles? You need to get a little Fine. pen, get a little post a note, and write everyone's names down and tally them. I didn't get anyone to keep count. Lazy right. motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. and I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to give myself more points. How dare you disrespect <laughs> this position as quiz host? Fine. Sean's already won the quiz. Yeah, Sean's already won now. So look what you've done, because Sean's already won. 
Okay, I'll keep score. Right, are we ready? I'm sorry we're making you do your job. It's <laughs> just not on. I'd like to make a complaint, please. I don't, I don't like Cat being a contestant. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm protecting my previous title, and I might take it off you if you're going to act like this. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, well, are we ready? Yes. Yep. Grand. Yes. Question number one. Which voice actress voices Lara Croft in the most recent Tomb Raider trilogy? <laughs> me, me. I am OG'd. <laughs> Sorry. That was not how to be. That react as a cast. Uh, I believe I raised my hand first. He, he's not wrong. No, you did not. He's, you you no, put a heart I emoji. emoji'd. No, listen. I am OG'd. We raise hands, Kat. That, 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 that was your rule from weeks ago, and that is how we do it now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Are you back? What? I'm just playing oh by the rules. Just playing by the rules. What just do you mean we raise hands? I just any emoji. What? Surely. Just playing, just playing by the rules. That's what I'm doing. Is this a con? Have you, are you doing this to have <laughs> Yeah. I actually. Are you fucking with me, Miles? <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Because I swear to God, I will come in that room. Oh, <laughs> Turn this right through your eye. Question one. Miles, Miles pick go? who you come want on. to answer it. Come on, Miles. I feel like I'm in a very precarious situation. <laughs> do you want? Do you want me to be quizmaster, Miles? I might. I might just never do any quiz ever again. To be honest, <laughs> I did say at my spiel at people. the start. Hold on. <laughs> I did say at the start. Fastest emoji first. So technically, by my wording, Cat was correct to go first. Wow. Well, <laughs> two weeks in a row. Two I know. I row. fucked it up again. So I think I did. If in editing that is incorrect, then I will rescind the point. By all means, carry on then, Cat. Uh, okay. Um, could you repeat the question, please? Because now I've forgotten it. Was it in the games or was it in the TV series? In the most recent Tomb Raider trilogy series of games. Oh, Camilla Luddington. Correct. Or Camilla Luddington, however you would like to pronounce it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ross is going to murder me in my sleep tonight. Oh, God. Okay. Are we ready for number two? <laughs> Yes. And for the Be record, hands or uh, for the record, for the rest of this quiz, it's any emoji, seeing as I fucked it up. So any emoji first. Okay. Question number two. William Adams, the protagonist of Neo, was born in which country? Oh, go on, your dog. England, isn't it? No. Damn. I'm very sorry. It's fine. It was worth a try. Yeah, it was worth a go, Sean. Estonia. Nope. Oh, well. Gone, Ross. Amarillo. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Kat, do you want to have a go? Um, uh, what's his name? William Adams. America. <laughs> no. That's Would we like a hint? English name. No, we all got it wrong. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, for a spiritual point. Um. It's in within the UK. No, it's not within the UK, is it? I don't know. I don't know which one is and which one isn't in the UK, but that should be a hint in and of itself. Uh, I think what? your dog went first. Scotland? No. <laughs> Ireland. Sure. Uh, yes, Irish, yeah. I always forget yeah. which one's which. 
Northern Ireland is not. No, the UK. This is this is going fucking horrendous so far on my part. <laughs> a bit racist. Oh god. Okay. Question number three. Hans Zimmer is best known for producing some of the most incredible incredible musical sc- scores for movies. But which 2009 FPS game did he also help produce the soundtrack for? <gasps> because he said he was really proud of uh, it. Because I saw an interview on Battlefield Bad Company 2. Pardon, sorry? Uh, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. No, it's not. Ross? I know this, but I don't. Why know that? Um, Battlefield Hardline? No. <laughs> Can we have the question again? Yep. So Hans Zimmer is best known for producing some of the most incredible incredible musical scores for movies, but which 2009 FPS game did he also help produce the soundtrack for? I feel like you're all going to kick yourselves for this one. FPS. Go on, Sean. Uh, Destiny. No. Cat. FPS. That makes me feel like if we're going to kick ourselves, it's Call of Duty. Which Call of Duty are you going to say? You fucker. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Well, aren't they all called Modern Warfare? So if I just pick a Modern Warfare, <laughs> apart from World of War, which is the only <laughs> which I know it was in 2009, so I'm going to say Modern Warfare 1. Just Modern Warfare. That is very unfortunate. <gasps> Does anyone know which Modern Warfare game it is? For a spiritual point, you know, is it Modern Warfare 2? Yes, it is indeed. For a spiritual point, Modern Warfare 2. Oh, that was just process of elimination. I feel like I did well. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. You did do well. You got you got very close there. That was a tough one. Okay. Question number four. General Radan is pretty famous as an epic boss battle in Elden Ring. However, what was his reason for mastering gravity magic? Sean? So that he didn't get a distended testicle. <laughs> I mean, I wish that was the answer, but it's not, I'm afraid. Uh, Ross? It was the only way he could climax. (laughs) (laughs) Also, no. Good good effort, though. Good effort. Weird. Yeah, strange that. I feel like that's in the law somewhere. Whatever. Cat or Yog Dog, would you like to have a a guess? Say the question again. The General Radan. Pretty famous mm-hmm. as an epic boss battle in Elden Ring. However, what was mm-hmm. his reason for mastering gravity magic? Um, so he could become. So he could become a helicopter. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like the guesses of this answer have been better than the actual answer. Yog, would you like to have a, a random guess at this as well? Just for... uh, I've never played Elden Ring, so it really is just a random guess. Impress a friend or something? <laughs> Not quite. No Not quite. <laughs> Impress a friend. Hey John, look at this! Check this out! <laughs> look what I can do, man! Oh my god! Uh, you can't lie, be fucking impressed if someone came in and started <laughs> yeah. messing about in gravity yeah, true. magic. True. <laughs> true, but like, damn, that's impressive. 
So his reason for mastering gravity magic was because his horse had become frail and weak and he didn't want to give up on his horse. So he mastered gravity magic so he could still ride his horse without putting any pressure upon it. Oh, well, was, can I just ask what a fucking shit question that was? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Josh one. Josh would have known it. That oh. would have pretty cool Josh forever. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Um, you're doing your podcast where you're thinking only one of the persons knows and played Elden Ring. Yeah. Wow. What a general yeah. question. Thanks. Man. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Question number five: In Spider-Man 2018, there are 54 of this type of collectible scattered around the city that provide toys and Easter eggs about Marvel and Spider-Man. What is the kind of collectible, Ross? Oh. I was going to say a thing, but there's not that thing anymore, is it? Is it um, is it backpacks? It is. Well done. Yeah. Oh, I actually got okay. one right. Very well done. I'm actually Sam. worried when you said 54. I was like, that's too many backpacks. Was there really that many? <laughs> like, yeah. Is there yeah. another thing? Well. Yeah, it's crazy. There's quite a lot of them. Da -da -da. Okay. So this is also a specific question. I'm very sorry. Um. <laughs> in Stellaris oh, again. No. <laughs> I've tried to include everybody in the quiz. We all played oh, different okay. games. Okay? I'm, also, I'm just fucking with you. You're doing a very, very good job. I'm not. I'm doing a terrible job. I'm doing my best. No, you're not. Don't be a sausage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stellaris is how many different types of species? He's right. This is terrible. Sean. <laughs> Six. No. <laughs> a cat. Um, 52. No. Yog. You gonna, is this one including DLC or not? Base game. <laughs> so base game Stellaris, and are you including different portraits as different species? Yes. You, oh, God. Uh, I think it's like about 110 or so. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it's 109, but yes. Whoa. Nice one, man. It's a fair play. I feel like was you really... should just get the point anyway, because he was one out. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving That's him the point pretty, for that, because that yeah. was ridiculously on point. <laughs> well, there's around, there's two rows in each one. There's eight or so in each one, and then there's like eight. Uh, I don't know. I just guessed it in my head more than anything. I've Button played fans. 800 hours of Stellaris, so it's kind of just going on memory. Fair wow. play. Fair play. So what I'm is, I was close with six. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You yes. are right there, Sean. Uh, I, right think, there. I think Sean should get a spiritual point for six. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm spiritual pointed out on this. I've got one spiritual point already. Two spiritual points, you know, puts me up to an actual point, at which point I will be drawing with, with Ross and Cats. It can't, it can't happen. It can't happen. You, can like, you can add them up and use them as a token for a real point at some point. Yeah. <laughs> what do spiritual points make? Fuck all. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Extra pride. Question number seven. When was the original Total War Warhammer game first released? Oh my god, that is a Miles question. Yogg Dog. 2016. Correct. Good job. You fucking nerds. Nerds. Question number eight. Which football player is on the front cover of FIFA 23? I Yes, it is indeed. Da -da -da. Question number nine. Which game has sold more copies, Grand Theft Auto 4 or Red Dead Redemption? Uh, Yogg Dog. 
uh, Red Dead Redemption. Correct. Just as a, a bonus, how many more copies has it sold? Uh, three million. Oh, you're so close. How do you keep getting these so like? I don't close? know. <laughs> <laughs> so Grand Theft Auto Four sold twenty three million copies, and Red Dead Redemption sold twenty five million copies. So you're close with three, but it was two million. And the last question. In Life is Strange, Chloe's mom runs a diner. Can anyone tell me the name of said diner that she works in? Ross. The 69er. Oh, no, but that is a good guess. No. Um, All I can think about right now is the diner in fucking Bridesmaids. Got no fucking idea. Are you talking about wait? Right. In which Life is Strange? Uh, in Life is Strange one and before the storm, she works in, at it in both. Oh, isn't it caught? Cat. <laughs> isn't it called the the, the two dolphins oh. or the two <laughs> like the two something, the two us or the two dolphins? No. Did someone just fucking laugh at me? Sean, did you just do an emoji? Did you just do a laugh emoji? <laughs> I just, I'm doing all really emojis. Tries. No, I, 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 want to, I want to guess. Oh, Sean, okay. Sean, you may guess. Is it two whales? <gasps> That's you savage. It's very close. But I don't think it is, What's no. Me? It's not for the two whales. two whales. Is it called the Two Wells Diner? (laughs) Oh, no. Actually, I just Googled it to make sure I actually had it wrong. Sean is right. It is the Two Wells Diner. I thought it was Blue Wells Diner. So that is my own Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm certain it's Blue Wells. And I looked at it. I was like, it's not. It's two. So Sean is correct. Well done. Thanks, guys. Bye, play. (laughs) Oh, no. that's Yeah, the Two Dolphins is pretty unfortunate. I was like, oh, my God. It's a mammal of some sort. Like, it's, it's sort of like... The sea character. <laughs> you said you said two dolphins, and then I immediately saw the sign in front of the diner with the whale on it. And I'm like, it's whale. It's, don't say something. Use all the emojis. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're so like going through the list. Eventually, you were going to get to suitcases. <laughs> I was. <laughs> oh Jesus, that was uh, chaotic. Mm. Um, cool. Right, are we ready for scores? Yeah. Yeah. So, Kat, you got a solid one point. You were very close to the second one with the two dolphins. And the third one. And I gave Modern Warfare 2 to Ross. Yeah. Yeah, you very much did. (laughs) Sean was also joint with you on one point, although he's probably got like eight spiritual points, which probably will amount to something (laughs) one day. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) Ross finished with two points. And Yogdog is our winner once again with three points. Hey. Well done, Yog. Thank you. Congratulations, dudes. Thank you very much. That's two in a row. Well done, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a reputation Fair play, Yog. at this point. To be honest, I was most impressed with your red alert one that you got last time, to be honest. I did not expect anybody to get that question. 
So we um we're going emojis or hands next time, Mark. <laughs> we're gonna go hands next time. We're gonna cut off all other fun emojis and we're going pure hands, nothing else. Very well. Hmm. Well, well done, Miles. Another absolute cracker. Thank you, mate. I'm doing my best. Not quite up to cat standard. I'll get there maybe in six years' time. <laughs> you see what's happened to the quizzes since you left, Sean? You see what happens? Oh man, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting back just watching the carnage. It's gonna go. It's all good. <laughs> Listen, Sean also had to sit through um, fruit salad. <laughs> We've all been at the start of making oh, quizzes. My God. That's true. That's true. Look, Miles, you, you've done two now. Yeah. Yeah. That means you were good enough to come back for a second, which we can we cannot say of Paul. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. What happened? <laughs> what happened to I'm Paul's at... first quiz? Oh, wait, okay, I feel Paul... like I've heard about this. Paul's first quiz, just a, a quick, quick tale from the podcast. Um, his first quiz was all about the most obscure, random 1980s games that only he ever played. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So, yeah. Did, did anyone get any questions right, Ross? Can you remember... I'm pretty sure it was, it was zero across the board. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, days. I'm sure somebody must have won. None of us won that day. <laughs> no. Everyone was a loser that day. Everyone That's lost. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad I've managed to get two, and I might not get a third because I think Roscoe might uh, end me in my sleep. But you know, at least I got to two. Hey, hey! I just want the rules to be abided by, man. That's all. And to be fair, I can't argue with that. I have uh, not exactly set them down very effectively <laughs> so far. Right. Let's get into some news an hour into the podcast. And damn, did we get some bad news this week? With a Titanfall single player game cancelled, set in the world of Apex Legends. Um, this is coming from Andy Robinson over at VGC. The unannounced Titanfall game set to have been cancelled by EA this week was reportedly a single-player experience for Apex Legends. According to Jeff Gordub over at Giant Bomb, the unannounced project was Respawn's attempt to getting a Titanfall feeding project instead of a hugely popular free-to-play spin-off into its Apex Legends game. Titanfall Legends, as it was going to be called, was not Titanfall 3, because in a lot of people's minds, I think Titanfall 3 was going to be a new, standalone game with a single-player campaign and a multiplayer. And they could just never do that again after Apex Legends, changing the calculus on all of those things, he said. In two weeks from now, Apex Legends is going to get Team Deathmatch, and that was always going to be part of the plan to turn Apex into this platform where you get all kinds of different shooter experiences from an expanded Apex Legends slash Titanfall world. Titanfall Legends was always supposed to slot into part of that. Titanfall Legends would be a single-player campaign inside of this platform, and the same way Call of Duty Worlds are now Modern Warfare 2 with Warzone, and the single player being there as well. According to Grub, the thinking behind the design of the new campaign was to encourage people to use special abilities such as wall running and not to play it like Call of Duty. The campaign would have included characters from Apex and also BT, the name companion featured in Titanfall 2's story. Players would play as Apex Legends character Blisk and navigate the world and with an upgraded BT. Well, this isn't happening now. I don't know if very, very sad. Um, if nobody knows, um, essentially, Titanfall 2 is perhaps, I'm going to say it, it's perhaps the greatest first-person shooter campaign there's ever been. And people have been absolutely clamoring for a sequel. 
and uh, have just EA have just you know, decided not to do it, man, because it title two didn't sell all that well. But it's uh, it's absolutely devastating. I'm not happy about this. Miles, are you happy about this? Because I'm not. No, I fucking love Titanfall 2 and I wanted more Titanfall. There's yeah. like you said, that campaign was so good and it had absolutely no right to be so good. Um it's the movement mechanics were awesome, the set pieces it did. I actually cared about BT. He was like an awesome character. It's like an AI machine, but it's just really cool. And it's it's a shame because EA have actually been doing a bit of work with single player games again recently and it's sad to see this fall by the wayside because I think there would have been quite a few of us who would have been excited, but Titanfall 2 unfortunately didn't sell as well as everything else. So I'm not overly surprised, but we are sad. We we have to mourn the loss of what could have been a very good game. If you remember, they dropped Titanfall 2 in the middle of Battlefield and Call of Duty. Oh, they really um, did screw over that game. And they're really scheduled. So they just fucked it from the beginning. And I don't think they realized what they had. I don't think they realized how good it actually was. Yeah. And everyone went, you know, once the scores card came out in 90, 95, 91, they went, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, what have we done? <laughs> this is the best of all three of these games. What have we done? And uh, that was it. And, um, yeah, it was devastating. God, such a good time. And like I say, yeah, BT is a great character. Yeah. And you do end up kind of falling for him a little bit. And, uh, oh, it was devastating. Yeah, um, the, the gameplay was great as well. I missed the wall running and the movement mechanics. They were just so sick. No, it was great. And that, that time travel level was just, was just absolutely bonkers. Um, as, and, as Kat would say, it was chef's kiss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sean, what do you reckon to this news? I'm really confused by this, to be fair, um, because it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, if this was supposed to be like a downloadable um, portion of of Apex Legends, you know, a standalone bit of that game, like Call of Duty is, where it's like an accompaniment, but also part of the same package. It makes very little sense to cancel it unless it was crap. And I like to, I like to think that maybe that's the reason it was cancelled. I can't see any other reason why you would want to cancel something which is attached to your big multiplayer shooter unless they were like, okay, this might draw people away from spending money in the actual Apex Legends. Um, so we might have dodged a bullet here, I don't know. You know, We might have had a, a, something that sullied the Titanfall experience um, that we've, we've all kind of loved with Titanfall 2 and now with the movement of Apex Legends. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm sad to see obviously any game cancellation is sad. Um, especially for a franchise that's as beloved as Titanfall, but maybe maybe we dodged a bullet here, and maybe we'll get Titanfall three as a standalone experience. That's that's good, you know. That's that's yeah. still likely in development. Um, I know they keep saying it's not, but I mean, it probably is. <laughs> I hope so. Um, one of the things they put at the end, um, the strap line was, "We want this game to be John Wick meets Tony Hawk." What? Yeah. And you play that Rampart, one of the characters from Apex, discovered the chassis of BT, brought BT back to life, and BT is this really special Titan now. And interacted with something called the Lost Ark, which was the only thing in the universe that could track down all of these parts, and whoever gets them becomes super powerful Titans. Huh. Um, it does sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, it sounds like they're trying to shoehorn Titanfall and Apex Legends together, and 
like BT BT is is a special character, but I don't think we need to. I think there's a lot more you can do with that universe than having you know the the battle royale characters shoehorn together with mm-hmm. yeah, with the the combat of Titanfall. So, I mean, if we get Titanfall three, I'll be happy. And if this was going to be crap, I'm still I'm still okay with that. Fair. Fair. Um, Kat, why are EA cancelling all the fun stuff? Because uh, EA have stopped being fun. That's why. And that's true. They're just like big old fun suckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Big old fun that's, suckers. That's all I have to say about EA. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Big um, old fun they're suckers. Just, they're, they're just here for the cancel culture, aren't they? They're really leaning into this. Mm. That's, that's anything. They've cancelled a lot. Yeah, they've cancelled loads of stuff recently. And yeah. um, they've now delayed uh, Jedi Survivor. I was going to say, they've just delayed Star Wars. They've cancelled Apex Legends Mobile. They've cancelled Battlefield Mobile. Like, Yeah. Oh. So, I just want to talk again. That's all I want. They're just sucking the fun out, aren't they? That's all I want. That's all they, I want. You know, they're not hurrying up on The Sims 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't need to, though, because everyone's still buying Sims 4 packs. Oh, yeah, they're free now, aren't they? So, yeah, not yeah, tax, but like, yeah, well, they're five pounds right now yeah. on the PSN store for each one of them. Yeah, oh, damn, that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I haven't played Titanfall, so I unfortunately have, um, no, no kind of productive comment to make about this other than they're big old fun suckers. Yeah, they are. I think it's a um, shame. I think it sounds like a real shame. It sounds like everybody was really looking forward to it, and, um, yeah, I did read like a really snarky arm, um, smart uh, like a snarky article that said like, oh, that it was never cancelled because they never started production. It's like brilliant, You're really clever. You must have felt really good writing that title. <laughs> well, it sounds like they That's did start production and they seem they got pretty deep into it. Um, yeah. There we are. There we are. Uh, Yo, Doug, have you ever played Titanfall? Uh, I did. So back in the heady days of Titanfall 2 releasing, I didn't have a PC at the time because my previous one broke. So I played a load of Titanfall 2 on my PS4. Absolutely adore it. It was a really fluid and responsive game, both in the single player and the multiplayer. It's one of my favorite first-person shooters of all time. So a sequel I would love, but it maybe sounds like this one was a bit Big shit, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So I do. I really, really hope uh, that Titanfall Three is still on the cards at some point because I don't like the look of Apex Legends. Like Battle Royales aren't really my thing anymore. Uh, so I don't really have any exposure to the universe anymore, and I want some exposure to that universe because it's just it's so good in so many ways. And it it would be a massive shame if nothing uh, in terms of a sequel ever comes out. I mean, it came out in the middle of what, Battlefield 1 and I think it was Infinite Warfare or something at that time. Mm. Uh, Battlefield 1 went on to be absolutely huge. Infinite Warfare, maybe not so much, but it, it's always going to struggle between them. And I don't know exactly how many uh, copies Titanfall 2 sold. But it was a bit of a slow burn, I feel. A lot more copies have been sold since it released because of the uh, word of mouth. 
Um, so it maybe didn't have the initial burst of copies of the other two, but I still think it sold decently well overall. I hope it did anyway. Yeah. Well, it says uh, Battlefield 1 sold 15 million units in 2017 um, behind Infinite Warfare. Titanfall 2 sold 4 million. I mean, 4 million when jammed in between the two most popular franchises uh, or two of the most popular franchises of all time isn't too bad, really. Uh, And I wonder how many copies it sold outside of 2017 because I feel... Battlefield 1 had quite a bit of residual success. I think most people forgot Infinite Warfare. I wonder how Titanfall 2 did in years after 2017. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame because it generally is fantastic. And um... Yeah, it's an incredible game. I uh, I have hours and hours on it. I, I want to go back and... But the player base is still not dead nowadays, so you can still go get games on it. But a fresh game in the series would be would be great. And maybe there's still one in future, and I've got another one in production. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, another game that's shutting down is uh, Turtle Rock's Back for Blood. Back for Blood developer announces its ending development. Back for Blood developer Turtle Rock Studios has announced its ending post-release development on the Warner Games published co-op shooter. This is uh, Andy Robinson again over at VGC. In a message published on its website, the studio claimed that it did not have the resources to continue creating content for Back for Blood, while at the same time focusing on the creation of its next unannounced game. Quote, Turtle Rock Studios is actually pretty small for a studio making AAA games. End quote, it wrote. Quote, we don't have enough folks to continue working on Back for Blood content while we spin up another game. Yes, another game. Given this, it's time for us to put our heads down, get back in the lab, and also get working on the next big thing. Miles, just when it was getting good. I think that's why it died. We gave it some praise and we liked it and they were like, cool, we've done what we needed to do. Peace out. <laughs> like literally, we finally are like, good. It's finally going in the right direction. The game's finally feeling like it's almost complete and actual fun package to play. And then they're like, all right, see you later. I'm um, I'm a little bit sad in the sense of they finally managed to reach some of its potential and i do understand it i don't think it's sold nearly as much as they hoped it would and i don't think it's worth the investment of continuing to make content for a game which clearly isn't going to last much longer so a part of me understands like the rationale and the practicality of it but is it kind of weird that i'm kind of sad i feel like we've memed on this game a lot but it comes from a place of love i feel like as much as we've riffed it we did kind of have fun didn't we yeah on a big time you know Every time we jump in, we go, oh, all right, let's do it. Let's see what's going on. Back for blood again. Um, oh, yeah, same old same old campaign. But the last one was super fun. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. It's on it's on a trajectory. The next pack should be amazing. <laughs> the way it's going. Because they, they, they just kept getting better. And it was part of our life last year for a whole year, wasn't it? It was, you know, every few months we jump back in and have a good time. Yeah, pick up a flamethrower, melt some zombies, call a tall boy in. I think that was the best addition, the fact that you could call your own tall boy into the battle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and in fairness to them, they have seen through their roadmap, which is rare nowadays for games that aren't doing as well as uh, sales projections would suggest. Cough, looking at Square Enix. But, you know, at least they've seen it through. They finished off the season pass. They've given people what they paid for. And 
I, I kind of respect it. I think they could have easily jumped ship and ended this, you know, months ago and not bothered. But they put the effort in, they put the work in, and the game is much better. If you pick it up now, you will have a good time. There's lots of variety available to it now, um, and a couple of really cool new modes. So, yeah, I'm a little bit sad to see it go, but I'm also not surprised. I think it's it's had its time, and unfortunately, we didn't get to see what could have been, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, what I hope now is that the DLC becomes free or at least a lot cheaper. Yes. Um, and so people can check out Children of the Worm and go, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> the game actually does get fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's available on Game Pass. It's available on PS Plus. So if you get some friends together, you know, you, you could you could have worse nights is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just having a blast. Just don't play it on Nightmare. Just, just don't fucking do it. <laughs> it's and still it's, impossible. And once you find Wolverine Claws, you'll have the time of your life. Yes. Oh my god, those Wolverine claws, man! Best time. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should go down memory lane. Like, Kat, what's your what's your abiding memory of Back for Blood? Mm-hmm. The the best memory was the boat. <laughs> yeah, the boat that Ross the never boat. made it off of. <laughs> yeah, and we were. And, but what was really funny is that we were seeing <laughs> we were seeing his outline. We were seeing his outline run around. <laughs> And then he died. Um, yeah, and he was like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. He did not. He did not come. Um, and Toby, I wonder if you can jump in that water. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if you can swim and just, just like fucking flies in. And he's like, nope, you can't swim. <laughs> dies immediately. Can't swim and immediately um, dies, yeah. Yeah. Those are my, those are my favourite memories. Um, yeah. I think, I I think mean, um, Miles... Um, like us, us coming off the game, and then like two hours later, Miles messaged me going, "I found a level where there's a jukebox, and it's fucking amazing." Oh, that level was <laughs> that so good. Level. good. That was and a highlight. You're like, all right, let's get in, and it was it was so much fun. Like Black Betty was on, and like so, like <laughs> was it so much? I can't remember the songs now, but just oh, it's because Black Betty is the best song. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why it was like the best song for the moment. Um, it wasn't it's a the shame, same. Really. Yeah. yeah, it's one it of those is. things, isn't it? It's because Miles, you you clearly didn't love all the DLCs. You did put your heart and soul into playing all of them as soon as they came out. Um, you know, with with Ross uh, mostly at your at your side. I think I missed one or two of them, but Ross was there for every single one, and and myself included. We had a lot of fun, but I, I think we had a lot of fun because we were together. Just like I think we had a lot of fun in in the kind of the preview because all of our personalities and and actually the preview was really really good i think they sold themselves short on the preview because they 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 did that thing that film trailers do when they want their film to do really well and they show the whole film in the trailer Mm. and so when you actually watch the film you're like why did i just pay 15 (laughs) pounds to to watch the fucking trailer um so yeah and i think that that was the curse of them when they did the preview and it kind of just i think the disappointment almost like harried with you throughout those dlcs um but i still had a lot of fun i think it's still a good game it's a shame i saw stats the other day that left for dead is still doing like it's doing like double the numbers triple the numbers that um uh, back blood is on steam yeah um, which is a shame but um you know love for the og but i guess it's time to move on isn't it they i guess they're they're kind of knowing when to cut their losses they're kind of knowing actually 
you know, let's just, just leave this where it is. We've kind of put as much as we can into this and it's time to move on. Yeah. I like class, though. I'd be up there for more kind of shooters with the team. I guess we've got to move on to Redfall now when it comes out. Yes. But we can only play online even if we're playing single player because <laughs> fucking why not? Well, back for blood. Thanks for the memories. Even though they weren't so great. It... That's a Fall Out Boy reference. I hope someone got it. Ah, oh, dear. I did just sing it out what loud, but I was on mute. Okay. Um, I said thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so great. Oh, yeah, no, great. Yeah, great reference. Great. They are dropping UK tour tickets very soon, by the way. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing it Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy were incredible. I've seen them quick, once. Quick shout out. Quick Noel shout. Gallagher is playing Taunton this year. What? Noel Gallagher is playing Barbie Park. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Noel Gallagher is playing Barbie Park in August. Must um, be really running like, out of money. That must be cost the living crisis has really hit him hard, eh? Along with um, the Proclaimers and McFly. So that should be a fun weekend. Anyway, um, Sean, have you got any thoughts on Battle of Blood? Did you, uh, did you get a chance to play it at all? Yeah, played through it. Um, didn't like it. Um, I think it's a really interesting. This will be kind of like one of the first test cases for like the big multiplayer um, game hitting um, game pass because mm. you know Warner Brothers were like it's had 10 million players in the first month and then you know a year later we'll point it into the ground goodbye young sir thank you for all the memories and uh, we move on to the next one I just feel like this kind of is like a, a test case financially which I'd be really interested to look into is to see did that 10 million players make it make the money back for the game development? Did it make a profit? Um, obviously, Total Rock have obviously got something else in the works, which means they've obviously made enough money from this to keep going and keep the lights on. So I'd just be really interested to know what those financials were like because 10 million players sounds awesome. But then if you've got 10 million players, why aren't you still supporting that moving forward? Did that Were those 10 million players, people that picked up for 10 minutes, went, oh, that ain't for me? Um, so yeah, I'd be really interested to dive into these metrics. Mm. Metrics I will never be able to get my hands on. But, I was uh, going to say that um, the three of us have played the game and played all the DLC. So but then I remembered that we all got we all got codes at the start of the year. So yeah, we haven't financially supported this game in any way. <laughs> well, I mean, we've, we've we've reviewed it, and obviously, I imagine that you know the the reviews weren't glowing, but I think um, I think they obviously. Some they've been really well read on the website, so I imagine you know we probably inspired some people to pick up DLC if you know influence some patient decisions. So it was supported it quite well, you know. Yeah, I hope so. And you know, Mars was very adamant about reviewing every single piece of content that came out, um, because it um, thrown his way. And, and know, I, 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 I respect that. <laughs> it just felt fair. They were very generous with their codes, and I wanted to at least cover it. And to and to be fair, we did end up having the best version of the game by the end. Yeah. yeah, three 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 DLC packs feels good for this kind of game, doesn't it? Yeah, it's great that Turtle Rock are working on something else because they'll, they'll obviously continue to do, you know, asynch- a asynchronous multiplayer games like they they kind of specialize in. So it's I, I'm I'm really excited for whatever they do next. It's just that this wasn't it for me. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. And it's saying because right now, like we said, the last DLC was cracking, and so it is a really good game now. And now it's time for it to die, which is a shame. But um, while it's still online, which it will be for a while, um, they've said, um, yeah, crack in because it's it's a good time. Um, Yog Dog, any thoughts on Battle of Blood? Uh, I will be buying it soon, probably. Nice. <laughs> I've not not played it yet, and now all the DLC and stuff is out for it. I hope it goes on a sale at, at some point. Yeah, wait for um, a sale, definitely. And it has crossplay, I believe. And I'm looking for a game I can play with a few friends who only have a PlayStation. So mm. it'd be it's on my radar at the moment. So uh, it it seems to be a game which tried to emulate Left 4 Dead series as a whole quite a lot. And I don't know if it ever reached the heady highs of that, but it seems a decent enough game on its own. And with friends, it'll be a blast. So it's about yeah. as much as I'm expecting from it, really. In my opinion, it never hit the Left 4 Dead, but it was, it was again, it was one of those things. You got to play it with friends to really get the most out of it. Yeah. And that's what we did, you know. And it was like me getting caught on the boat was just a just, just a running joke by the end because I could never get off that fucking boat and everyone else did. <laughs> and, you know, things like that are only funny with people that you play all the way through, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's just those moments that kind of make it stand out. Um. So, yeah, yeah, check it out. God, wait for a sale. By God, there's still. Charging seventy odd quid for the whole thing, so um. Gee, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for a big sale before I pick it up, but it is on my radar. Yeah, it's um, it's a good time. Yeah, it is crossplay. I was playing on um, Xbox while Cat and Miles were on PlayStation. So, um, yeah, fully crossplay, which is awesome. awesome. Uh, I I I wish more games did that. Um, there's not enough games that do crossplay. Uh, it would be nice to see more games do it. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, especially um, I can't believe. I mean, go, sorry, come back to Hogwarts, but I'm amazed there's no multiplayer aspect in this game. That blows my mind. Um, I don't know what it would be, but like, there's there's like not even it's it is a fully single player experience, and I just I just I just assumed there would be a multiplayer aspect in it somewhere, but evidently not. Would you reckon Quidditch next year? Quidditch matches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, I love I love that they make such a point about that at the start, don't they? Quidditch is cancelled. We didn't do that Quidditch. That doesn't mean you can't fly, though. <laughs> <laughs> stop talking, stop asking about Quidditch. It's cancelled. God, it's going to cost twenty quid in twenty twenty four. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly pay that. <laughs> oh man, totally. as well. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, let's finish off with God. This fucking game. The day before. Now, I still don't know if this is a real game or not. I I feel like we've talked about this a fair bit. We've and the same thing with like games like Abandoned. It's like we just we don't know what these things are, where they come from. And this week, the day before Saga just rolled on, and we got some gameplay, and the internet went absolutely batshit about it in kind of the worst way. Um, the game has been in development for over four years, though the studio, Fantastic, has attracted criticism when it emerged that the game was being largely developed by volunteers. It's also been alleged by many following the game that ripped assets from several other titles can be spotted in the short gameplay clips that the team have released. Now, this week, they released a lengthy gameplay video that had been promised for some time, and then they delayed it. However, following criticism from fans who hadn't seen a significant video of the game since 2021, 
even weeks before its supposed release date, the video was finally published on Thursday. Now, what is meant to be is an open-world MMO survival set in a deadly post-pandemic America overrun by flesh-hungry infected and survivors killing each other for food. According to its currently inactive Steam page, um, if you look at the uh, the title treatment, it looks suspiciously like The Last of Us. And there's... I don't understand it. Last week, they got done on a, on a copyright claim for the title. And this week, the title's still there, and they're releasing gameplay with the title still in it. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, Sean or anyone, can you uh, shed some light on this this damn thing? I mean, I can, I can try. Um... So, from from what I gather, this is is quite a well funded um, studio that's got a relatively small team, and I get the feeling that essentially what what they are doing is is trying to create a game, and for, for as cheap as possible, with the highest possible kind of production value they can afford. Um, and I feel like along the way, they probably they, these volunteers, which. You know, in the development communities, if you if you can take on these volunteers, you'll you'll get these volunteers come in, and, and sometimes things will happen. So I do think assets have probably been ripped from other places. I don't think the copyright claim is true because the only copyright claim that's out and about for is is owned by them. Um, so they they own the name to the game. I don't think the news was true. I think they realised that actually some stuff has gone on with their volunteers. That um, that actually some of the assets that are in the game are actually owned <clears throat> by others. And I think that's why currently the gameplay looks a lot similar to a lot of other games. Um, I think what what will likely happen is, and this has happened with a couple of games, just not on on like such a massively publicly pro like public stage, is that you know. Some some people said we can help with developments. They've they've actually ripped assets of the, of the games and put it in the game. Um, I don't know if you remember this the Socom clone, um, the eleventh hour or the eighth hour or something like that. Um, but they, they had a very similar situation where the, the central team had a load of volunteer devs come on. They were all kind of modding from the Socom community. They ended up with loads of ripped assets in their game, and they had to get, basically cancel the game. Um, it's a real shitty situation, um, but a lot of their marketing stuff is also parroting other, um, and I guess that's kind of like the the from from the market they come from, like they come from a market which is heavy um, mobile game, and if you look at a lot of the mobile game marketing nowadays, it's kind of copying, you know, popular games. You look at uh, so many games copied God of War Ragnarok's marketing campaign. You know, TikTok was full of videos of, of Nordic guys that look kind of like Kratos advertising tower defense games. Um, so it's, it's their marketing campaign has not helped the fact that they've probably got a game which is riddled with assets from other games, and now they're in a bit of a shitty situation where they've probably got to go through and check where all these assets have come from, because they are in, in probably in, in shit street. So yeah, it's not looking good for them, unfortunately. No. No, it's so strange because a friend of mine I was out of frame one the other week and he saw the trailer for the day before on TikTok. And he went, oh, this is awesome. What's this? And I had a look and I was like, oh, that's the day before. That's that's not a game. <laughs> I thought it was just like a weird advert on TikTok for something that they've that they've made. And 
Um, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing it at like a games conference or in like a showcase. It's just kind of appeared. IGN have been pushing it really hard for about a year, and they've had like exclusive marketing with them, like exclusive trailers, exclusive reveals. Um, and they, I think it was part of one of the IGN summer showcases. Um, so like, obviously, you, they've got the ear of someone at IGN. Um, maybe someone who's not experienced enough at IGN to know the difference between a pretty obvious con job and you know a, a wider game. And yeah, I think we're in a bit of a we're a bit of a situation here where IGN might get caught with the pants down here if 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 they if it does come to pass that this game is riddled with other people's assets and isn't actually really a, like a, a full game yet, or it may never be a full game. It may be, you know, abandoned part two. Um, then, you know, it's going to look really bad on them. Uh, but like I say, everything they've seen of the game so far looks great, but it's all so super staged. Um, it's all like these, these really, you know, every like historic Ubisoft conferences where you've got four people talking to one another on the microphones, like, yeah, let's go get them, guys. Yeah, that's high five, virtually. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Super shitty stuff like that. It's it's so bad, but uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see when this blows up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. Well, oh man, one day it'll just completely implode, and that'll be it. Um, yo, do you know anything about the day before? Have you been reading remember, about this weird saga? Yeah, I was looking into them last week when it was uh, we were chatting about it in Slack and. Uh, I remember going on the website and looking at the volunteer stuff and so on, and yeah, it just seems really suspect, doesn't it? The, mm. I don't think this game will ever release and live up to people's expectations, which they've tried to establish in the trailers. It's either going to release and it's going to be absolutely terrible in quite a few ways, or it's not going to release at all. And I'm leaning towards the latter, personally. Um, it would be nice if it lived up to its expectations, but uh, it just it looks really the world looks really unlived in if that makes sense. Uh, like there's there's people in it, but it doesn't look like it's lived in. I, I don't know what the word would be to explain it. It looks hollow, I think. Um, I, yeah, I I I don't think it'll matter anyway because like I, said, I don't think it'll be released uh, do you think it'll be released uh no um if it is it'll be pc only and it'll die on steam whatever everyone figures figures out you know yeah um i don't think there's like a massive publisher behind it yet um, well, i think that's... yeah the publisher's my toner um, oh right they they are they they are new zealand mobile company that did um, Prop Night and uh, Cooking Diary. Uh, they basically made an absolute truck full of money from mobile games in right. the East, and they kind of thrown it all into this. Okay. I, I want to say that these devs have made games in the past and ended up abandoning them with tons of issues, but I don't know if that's 100% the case. I just think I remember reading a few people saying that. Yeah, I think something like this probably does have potential. And it's probably a studio maybe stretching themselves a bit too much. 
to make something that looks kind of triple A-ish. Um, and it's it got the attention of a of an audience on the internet and suddenly it's gone a bit out of hand in a similar way that Abandoned did. Um, so we'll see. But I don't think we're going to hear much about this game for a while. Um, the gameplay trailer was interesting, I suppose. Um, it didn't look hugely exciting. It looked very PUBG to me. Like a PUBG single player campaign. Um, which was which was interesting. But um yeah, I don't see I don't see this coming out. But uh again, I could be very wrong about that. Um Miles, what did you make of the day before? Not very, not much in positive wise. Uh I thought the gameplay showing was very uninteresting and I agree with both or well, with all of your views really, that it just looked quite lifeless. It looked very it just looked devoid of any actual fun. Um, and like Sean said, it, it did remind me of that division showcase and a bit of the watchdog showcase where it almost feels like it's too too staged to be realistic of what the game will actually be if and when it actually comes out. Um, I don't know, I'm getting like a lot of a sense of just like my spidey sense is like this game is not whatever they're advertising right now, I don't even think this is a real build of a game. I think this is a demo build just sent out to placate people. Um, I read up about the copyright thing about their name, and apparently there was someone else who had registered a copyright for that name, like, months before. And, like, I think it was, like, a year ago, maybe? And the weird thing was that the game had already been announced, so they hadn't filed for the trademark when they announced it, which is weird. Then when they filed for the trademark, they would have been told that someone else had filed for it. And then apparently were blindsided by that and didn't bother to do anything about it until people realized recently. The whole thing just seems really sketchy to me. I don't know what's going on with this whole thing, but it gives me abandoned vibes. And I just feel like it's going to disappear into the ether. The the Steam page went down. They said it was a glitch. And then all the pre-orders were canceled and all the wish listing or whatever there's there's just so many things wrong with how this thing has been handled. I'm I don't think I'll be bothered if it doesn't see the light of day anymore, but also I don't think it's going to. I think it's just going to silently disappear into the ether and be forgotten about. Yeah, I think so too. Unless it is a Duke Nukem Forever and comes out in like 10 years. Oh my god. <laughs> no, oh, don't bring up Duke Nukem Forever. I actually played that and it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> Someone pre-ordered it and got the collector's edition. No. Mm. No. No. Yeah. Oh. Didn't they oh, pull Collet? But uh, yeah. <laughs> that is that is not good. Not good. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, it's good times. Um, Kat, I just saw your tweet about Bobby Kotick. That was quite funny. Thank you. I was going to say sincerely every female in the UK, but I thought, no, Al, mum hame probably too. Mum probably hame too. Yeah. <laughs> so I just oh, yeah. thought, like, fuck it. Well, just I'm just going to speak on behalf of the whole of the UK that Bobby Kotick can suck our ass because he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. That was great. Um, have you got any, thoughts you. On the, got any thoughts on the day before? This game reminds me of, like, if someone invited you out to dinner, you turned up and was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go. And then they're like, oh, we're running late. Oh, actually, I'll be in about an hour. Actually, I might not come. Actually, I'm not sure. Actually, I could be there. And you're just sat there like like with your thumb in your ass. Like, like you wow. didn't want to go to the dinner and somehow you've been invited to the dinner and now the dinner's not happening. 
Like this game feels like it came out of nowhere. It was like, look at us, we're amazing. This is this is amazing game. I watched the tournament gameplay and I thought I was like, why the fuck are they showing The Last of Us? Because from the back, the girl looks like Buddy Ellie. I'm surprised they're not being sued for that. Um, yeah, and then yeah, there just seems to be like every excuse under the sun of why it's not coming out. People are like debating whether it's a real game. Um, it's so interesting. Um, and now it. Now there's all this debate of what's even going to happen. So now we're going to get ghosted by the game that we never asked for. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, but no, I don't really have anything more constructive to say on it. I think like it's one of those things where it's like we're aware of this game now, but we never asked to be aware of the game. And now this game keeps like showing us up. So I'm like, well, okay, fuck you and your game then. Um, it just doesn't look good for them from the start, is it? It's like they have, they've not received um the best footing um i mean i actually didn't mind the gameplay other than the girl looking like ellie i was a bit like that looks weird you know maybe you should you know just at least change your fucking hair color or something um but i thought it looked fine i was like yeah it looks like generic you know stealthy gun game fine um but like am i am i itching for it to come up it feels like silent it feels like the silent hills debate but we have a game <laughs> like that's what it feels like is it happening is it not happening is the game here is it really not a game is it not a game um so yeah i mean it's one of those things where it's like we'll see we'll see, we'll if, see. Just, if we never hear about it again then we never hear about it again and then we'll be like oh yeah that was a thing never happened like yeah it's not a big deal if it doesn't happen no, many people will be that sad. Yes. Like Bobby Kotick. If he disappears, we'll be fine. Yes, he can suck my ass. Indeed. In the words of Rick from Rick and Morty, what is it like? Eat shit, get fucked. Get fucked, eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Some quick little bits of news. There is a full-on Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow or tonight, if you're listening to this, on day one. 10 p.m. UK time, 40 minutes of information, mostly focused on Nintendo Switch games. Mostly focused on Nintendo Switch games. Mostly. Interesting. What could that mean? Who knows? Have you, um, you just, like, not ended that sentence? Because it's, um, like, the statement says, mostly focused on Nintendo Switch games releasing in the first half of 2023. Oh, I chose not to read that bit. <laughs> that's great that's amazing well, you, that doesn't you sound anywhere near as exciting you also got me excited I'm like what could come next no wait a minute I've heard this before oh man <laughs> I thought they were like like dropping the new system or something oh, never mind okay that's fine sorry about that <laughs> yeah so that's 10pm uh, tomorrow night UK time um, check out I imagine there'll be some more footage of Zelda hopefully uh, some more footage of Pikmin 4 and um um uh, something else. It'll be great. Probably a Mario sports game. Uh, talking of Switch, it is now the third best-selling console of all time. It has outsold the Game Boy and the PS4. It is now only 35 million behind the PS2. And one can imagine it probably is going to do it at some point. Um, so, you know, well done to the Switch. That's crazy time. That is crazy, crazy numbers. And uh, yeah, uh, and, this, and of course, the Steam Next Fest is live. So if you've got Steam, you've got a PC that can run on these things, go check them out because it's going to be uh, 
yeah, it's it's a it's a really wicked time to play demos of some really cool little indie games. So check them out. Right then, let's get to the recommendation. This is where we find something throughout the week that we think we should share with you, our loyal listener. Whether it be a game, a TV show, a movie, a guitar, or a piece of carpet. I don't know. I'm looking at things in my flap. Uh, Kat, do you want to go first? What's your recommendation this week? Ah, oh my god, what's going on? Hello. Yeah. Anyway, hello. <laughs> um yes, I will do a recommendation this week. Okay, I've got uh three. Um, because it's been a while on the been the pod. Um so the first one is our other pod, The Last of Us. Look for the light, where we yeah. talk about every episode of The Last of Us. Um the second one is the last of us TV series <laughs> that I was expecting, you know, a zombie um, apocalypse adaption. And I've cried, well, it's not zombies, but whatever. Um, and I've cried every time. I feel like I'm watching fucking Crazy Anatomy. And the third one is um, a, a thing that I've watched today. And if you love, and I'm, I, Miles will attest to this, that I have a humongous career and girl crush, or woman crush, as I should say, on Viola Davis. Like, I love her. She, I breathe Viola Davis. She is incredible. She, everything she does is incredible to me. Um, and I have just finished um, uh, Viola and Oprah on Netflix. So if you like her, she just got EGOT status. She's the, um, I think, the 18th person to do so. And she's the most celebrated black actress in the industry. That's pretty cool. Yes, and EGOT she's incredible. Is an insane um, achievement. Ego, yeah, she won Tony's uh, first, I think, and then and then Grammys. And she's um, just won a Grammy for her um, spoken word album for her book, Finding Me or Finding Wola. Anywho, it's basically an interview about her book and about her life, and it's so interesting to see. Um, kind of actually that she really came from very significant poverty um and that um you know just how she was going to be a teacher and how she was madly depressed uh because she felt like she would be in more poverty from her parents you know just like her parents who were very much in poverty she used to kind of go to school with urine stained clothes and clothes that had been frozen overnight because they had no heating and things like that it was really really um, tough for her and she was going to be a teacher because she was like I can't can't live like this and she was really depressed because she wanted to act and she could only afford one application to Juilliard and she got in and that's the story that's a very brief five second story of Violet Davis but the interview Thank is you. on Netflix and it's really interesting um, it's only about 45 minutes long so if you love Violet Davis that is a good lunchtime watch if you need something kind of you know not so heavy to put on Mm. Um, when you eat your pot noodle, <laughs> right? Yes, because we're all trash and we eat pot noodles, don't we? Uh, yeah, I have, I, I, I do. <laughs> I had yeah. noodles today. Yeah, me too. Me too. Right. The green ones, the best. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> trash. Yeah. That's how I do eat pot noodles. <laughs> uh, talking of the Grammy, shout out to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, who won the first ever Best of Video Game soundtrack at the Grammys this year. Was that the <laughs> Valhalla? Valala. Is that the clip? Valala, yeah. like... <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Valhalla is difficult to say. Um, if you're announcing it on stage, um, look for that clip on, t- on uh, Twitter. It's very funny. Um, yeah, shout out to Assassin's Creed. Well done. Uh, Mars, what's your recommendation this week? I don't have anything particularly exciting because I've just been playing games this week, which has been nice. But it means I don't have much. I know I don't have much for recommendations. I don't have books this time or movies or TV shows. So I'm just going to recommend the old mics. It's a sick game and you should just play it. Okay, 
Will do. Good. That's all I have. <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, Yog Dog, any recommendations this week? Uh, my recommendation would be the Broken Arrow demo in Steam Next Fest. It's oh, cool. a really fun one. Uh, it reminds me a bit of World in Conflict, which was a really fun uh, RTS strategy game back in the 20, uh, uh, like 2007, 2008, I think. Um, it's set in the modern uh, time period instead of Cold War era this time around, which not many RTSs are. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's very rough around the edges because it is a demo and it's quite a long time until it's due to come out yet. But what is there is quite exciting to me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah there's, there's a ton of demos on this first. Yeah. Recommending them as we go. Broken Arrow is, not, is another one to check out, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Sean, your game, uh, your, no, your recommendation. Your game of the week. Pickled Onion Monster Munch. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> uh, my my, uh, what 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 is it about this, Jill? Give me some textured information. I need to know. Well, of the of the three main pickled onion, the monster munch flavors, pickled onion is the one that's going to assault your face the most. Okay, you know, fl- flaming heart is up there. Um, beef beef can get in the bin. If you're going to have beef crisps, you may as well get some some proper crisps, some some ridged crisp in a yeah. bag. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to have some Monster Munch, get some pickled onion Monster Munch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want a game recommendation, go and go and play uh, Power Wash Simulator. Ah, oh, Power Wash Simulator. Just going to enjoy yourself. No How music. dirty is Laura left that bloody banner? Mate, I wish knew she was a dirty girl. I... <laughs> that, that, as soon as that butler left, we locked him in the freezer, that place was going to the shitters, and we always knew it was. Yeah, we didn't care though. We wanted to see Laura's boobies, mm. the pointy polygon boobies that didn't exist, no. and 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 this is but this is what's happened. So that's, this, even the fountain is a fucking disaster. Come on, Laura, look after yeah. your manner. Jesus Christ, she was out there collecting relics and raiding. What's the word I'm looking for? Tombs. Tombs. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least, at least give some thought to the tenderness of your manner. Then again, I'll make I am I am rocking up a bill for her to pay when it's all over. So it's all good. <laughs> she could she could afford it. Oh yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Uh, what's my recommendation? My recommendation is a new Ben and Jerry's flavor I discovered this week called Minta Wonderland. And it is just mint chocolate chip, but Ben and Jerry's styly. And it is absolutely oh, sick as hell. Um, I've had it once and I haven't had it again because I can't find it anywhere. It's all out of stock everywhere, and it's just just depressing me, but oh my god, Minter Wonderland! Check it out; it is a life-changing thing, and um, I've—it's nearly—it's it's in my top two now of Ben and Jerry's flavors, um, which I never. What's the other one? There. Oh, fish food. Is it fish food? I was going to say, what's the other food. one? Why is it fish food? <laughs> yeah, it had to be fish food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either uh, that, or I thought you might have said half baked. Oh, uh, half baked isn't isn't bad. Isn't it's bad. Fish food. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't no fish food. No, I haven't had Ben and Jerry's in like five months at this point. I'm gonna have to get some of this, right? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to break that break that stuff <laughs> for you, but yeah, this mint chocolate flavor is absolutely incredible. Did Did anyone ever try that crisp version, the Netflix crisp and crisp in the ice cream from Ben and Jerry's? No. Uh, don't bother. Um, okay. 
But I, I can I could second Mental Wonderland. I've I had two tubs this week. Jealous. That's why that's why that's why we're out of stock. It's going to Stoke. <laughs> it, it is. There is. It is everywhere in Stoke. Um, we are famous for our consumption of ice cream and pizza. We <laughs> don't agree with people who say that mint chocolate chip tastes like toothpaste. You, they no. can get in the bin. They can get in the bin. Said, mint. Like, mint chocolate chip is just amazing. It is. It is. It's great. It is so good. And uh, yeah, I need to find it again. But it's, uh, yeah, it's bloody banging. So if you, if you happen to find some, you know where I am. Okay. okay if not, it looks like we're uh, making over. a road trip to Stoke. Yeah. Oh, man. We are going to be eating so well in Stoke. Every time we say we're going to go to Stoke, it's more because Sean's done a food recommendation. <laughs> Sean's going to like take out a scroll and it's going to go on the floor with what like good food recommendations are. We're going to do like a, like a pub crawl, but for food. Yeah, I'll have that. If you come to Stoke, if you guys come to Stoke, I will treat you to a full day of food consisting of... Done. Done. We'll be talking oat cakes in the morning, cheese and bacon oat cakes in the morning. Followed by Bird Box, Korean barbecue in the afternoon. Mm. Afternoon, some Mint of Wonderland, because we've just got a surplus of it, and we'll just eat <laughs> that tea, okay? Yeah. And what, didn't you have, like, a, wasn't Feel. there, like, some sort of, like, thick, like Chinese box where you got everything in a box, and it was, like, chicken balls, rice, charming, was that, was that Stoke? We do have the munch box in Stoke, yeah. That's like, the munch box, yeah, the munch box. That's what yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. kind of, we, we, we kind of started in Scotland, and then, and then came to Stoke. So okay, I'm um, here for that. Let's make it happen. 2023 food tour in Stoke. <laughs> I, I, I think like my a... girlfriend would love that. She loves Chinese food. All right, we better come with this, man, because this is going to be a party. Oh, oh yeah, I'm definitely coming. If everyone else is going, I'll I'll make it by hook or by crook. I will make sure I'm. Uh... It's gonna be amazing. Um... And we'll even have a pot noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring them on to the munch. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. All right, then let's go to out this week and out this week. Well, there's only one thing to talk about, isn't there? Hogwarts Legacy is out on the 10th of February. Finally, again, if you get the digital deluxe, it is out right now. You can play it tonight if you want to. Oh my god, very exciting! Um, also out today, which is the 7th of February, as we record this. Um, Dead by Daylight, Moonlight Burrows, um, more DVD content for you. If you are still playing Dead by Daylight, of course. Um, I know a lot of people that aren't playing Dead by Daylight anymore, so I don't give a fuck. But uh, uh, it's out there. That's not computer. <laughs> it might have installed it. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Miles yeah. started it. He caved. I need to tell on him. Yeah. Dad, wow, Miles has reinstalled Dead by Daylight. <laughs> the bug bit me again. You better be playing Fortnite. I will be well, to get Well, he Geralt. doesn't, but I do. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it, really. Um. Ten dates is out on February the fourteenth on PlayStation Five and PC. Um. I believe our our own Sean Davies is currently uh, making his way through that, so look out for that soon. Yes. And uh, yeah. I guess the next big thing is the direct uh, tomorrow night. Um. That's going to be quite fun. If you're a Switch fan, finally getting some news about some releases at last, which will be very exciting. Um, can't wait to see what they've got. Are we going to do a special about it? I don't know. I'll ask the guys, see how we feel. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, we'll uh, catch um, catch up with it regardless if we don't on the next podcast. 
Um, all right then. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can just go to at FNGRGNS. If you want to follow us individually, all of our handles are in the description below, except for Mars, of course. He's smart and not on Twitter. If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon for one dollar a month? You can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. It is goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. It is goodbye from Yog Dog. Goodbye. It is goodbye from Kate later to CKB. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And it's goodbye, of course, from the one and only Sean Davies. Doodles. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Figure Guns Podcast. <laughs>